राधा कृष्ण प्रदान सहगना ललिता ृपाशिंदुभ्यं पतिमेद्यो वैष्णवेद्यो नमो नम श्रीकृष्ण चैतन्य प्रभुनिद्वैतवदिवाद हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम Hare Krishna. First of all, I want to thank all the devotees who just assembled here for this program this evening. I want to thank my godfather Pratik Babu, who is also an initiated spiritual master. Also, my godfather Shami Krishna Babu, Kaivalya Babu. Kaivalya Prabhu, thank you so much for coming all the way from Philadelphia. So to see so many devotees came also from Philadelphia, so thank you very much, and all the devotees who came from different places <laughs> to grace this occasion. So today we are going to hold an initiation ceremony. The word initiation literally means the beginning. Oh, I forgot to thank Madhupati Prabhu, the president of the Council. And all the devotees of this temple who made this wonderful arrangement from the temple and other temples who set up on the fire sacrifice arrangement. And a special thanks to Mother Janavi for coming from Philadelphia. <laughs> So initiation literally means the beginning. Initiate the word begins with beginning, beginning, the beginning, beginning of what? Beginning of spiritual. Generally, through initiation, the spiritual life used to begin. Because the mantras were kept as a secret, the mantras were secret, and it is only through this process of initiation the guru used to give the mantra to the disciple. Otherwise, there was no way of receiving mantra because it's a secret. 
it's not available in writing, it's not available in tape recorders, it's not available in any other form. Only when Guru would give it in the ears, whisper it to the ears of the disciples. That's how one used to get the mantra. And it is by chanting the mantra one used to make spiritual enhancement. So without mantra there is no question of beginning of the spiritual. But in the Kali Yuga, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu made a very special arrangement. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, not only the mantra, but he gave the Maha Mantra and made it public. In other ages, the mantras were secret. But in this age, the Maha Mantra, the greatest of all mantras, has been made public. That means anybody can chant. Anybody can receive it, anybody can chant it. There is no need for formality. Chaitanya Charitamrita clearly describes that this Hare Krishna Mahamantra, because the way Chaitanya Mahaprabhu gave it, does not depend upon the formality of initiation and purification. Diksha Purascharja Vidhi Apekhana Kari Jivha Sparshe Achandale Shabare uh, this Mahamantra Chaitanya Mahaprabhu gave and this doesn't uh, con consider or doesn't wait for Diksha and Pirpurashtarja, meaning process of purification. So we can see that this Hare Krishna Mahamantra, one gets it without the consideration of Diksha. Rather in Iskan what happens? In order to get Diksha, you have to chant Hare Krishna Mahamantra. <laughs> 16 rounds every day for at least for one, after one year. So obviously, this Hare Krishna Mahamantra, we don't have to wait for Diksha to get the Hare Krishna Mahamantra. Hare Krishna Mahamantra we got without even consideration of Diksha. Then why the Diksha is important? Chaitanya Charitamrita says that Hare Krishna Mahamantra doesn't depend upon Diksha. Why? The Diksha is important. Diksha is important because another aspect of Diksha is Diksha Kale Shishya Kare Atma Samarpan Shei Kale Krishna Kare Kare Atma At the time of Diksha, at the time of initiation, the disciple surrenders himself to the Guru and at that time Krishna accepts. So it's not for the mantra that the Diksha is important, but it is for the surrender that means Diksha is necessary. Through this Diksha, whatever you are doing, the candidates for initiation, what is expected from everyone who has initiation is that you are prepared to surrender. So you all are ready to surrender? To mind you, to the extent you surrender, to that extent Krishna will accept you. You make 50% surrender, how much Krishna will accept you? You surrender 75%, how much Krishna will accept you? You surrender 100%? And as Krishna accepts you, Krishna gives himself to you. That's the wonderful thing. If you give 50% of yourself, you'll get 50% of Krishna. 
You give hundred percent of yourself, you get hundred percent. So that is the wonderful thing about the relationship. Krishna reciprocates. Jayatamang prapatante tamsatayo. As one surrenders unto me, accordingly I accept him. I offer myself tamsatayo bhajam maham. Krishna is saying, I'll reciprocate. So that is why there is a need. Process spiritual life means surrender. Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Jive Daya Kori Shapar Shad Shiyodham Shako Abhutori Uttanta Durlava Prem Kori Vare Dhan Shikhai Sharana Gati Shri Krishna Chaitanya Mahaprabhu in order to bestow his mercy upon the living entity has appeared in the age of Kali with his associates, with his entourage, with his abode. In order to teach the living entities the process of sarana. So spiritual life means the process of sarana. In the material nature, what does everybody do? In the material nature, everyone wants to lord over. Isn't it? Everybody wants to become the boss. Everybody wants to become Krishna without admitting it. Everybody wants to be the supreme controller. Only thing is that they are waiting for the opportunity when they become the supreme controller. That is what material life is, trying to become the Lord and Master. But spiritual life means Opposite to that. Trying to become opposite to the Lord and Master is what? To become a servant. And the servant, can the servant lord over? No, servant, surrender. So that is the qualification of a servant. So for the sake of learning how to surrender, for the sake of surrendering ourselves to Krishna through the agency of the spiritual master, we are learning the process of silence. Now in ISKCON there is another context of this initiation. Or the ISKCON, in ISKCON there is another aspect of this initiation. In order to explain that point, I will tell you a story. Is it alright or you are right? You are in a hurry. <laughs> it's alright if I take some time and tell you a story. <laughs> the story is that there was a king. And the king wanted to see how much his people, his subjects, care for him. Therefore, the king went away. He was hiding. Although nobody could see the king, but the king was seeing everybody. Uh, from a uh, ivory tower where the king was residing, he was watching. 
how everybody now the kingdom doesn't have a king so people started to behave according to their own nature some people started thinking oh there is no king so now I am the king <laughs> and some people arranged some system said no no you are not the king we are the king and you have to buy your kingdom from me <laughs> so in this way there are some small small kings and when they become divided like that without a king then naturally they became weak and at that time the enemy came and attacked the kingdom and as a result of that what happened the enemy took over the kingdom then the king then the king is watching he is he left it up to, up to everybody okay you are uh, he is watching the fun but then the general of the king he decided to drive the enemy away from the king so he started to raise an army because to, to fight with the enemy the soldiers have to be trained so the general started to train the soldiers but before training the general had to recruit the soldiers so general made an announcement I need soldiers who will join me and those who are loyal to the king what did they do? they joined the soldier they joined the general the army and to be a soldier good soldier in the army you have to be very well prepared to make the sacrifice for example do you know how Sikhism started how many of you know how Sikhism started okay just a few okay so should I tell you how Sikhism started? <laughs> okay. <clears throat> the Muslims were torturing the Brahmana, killing them in thousands of years. So, <clears throat> the, the Brahmanas then came to Guru Gobind Singh. And Guru Gobind Singh was the leader of the group in Punjab, powerful person. He was the <coughs> son of Teg Bahadur who sacrificed his life to fight against the Muslims, opposing the Muslims. So they went and reported to Guru Gobind Singh and requested him to give them protection. So Guru Gobind Singh said, okay, I'll do that. And then <coughs> Guru Gobind Singh called his men, his warriors, his soldiers, his followers and saying that our motherland needs sacrifice our motherland needs human sacrifice so who is prepared to offer himself to the motherland 
So one person stepped forward. So Guru Gobind Singh took him inside the tent and he came back with a blood-stained sword and said, Motherland wants more sacrifice. Another person stepped forward. Guru Gobind Singh took him into the tent, came back with the blood-stained sword. So in this way, one after another, the five persons Guru Gobind Singh took inside who were prepared to offer themselves. And then when he took the fifth person, then he came back with all five of them out of the tent. And everybody was roaring in ecstasy. So then Guru Gobind Singh said that the sacrifice that the mother, motherland wants is not this kind of sacrifice. The motherland wants want to sacrifice for the sake of motherland. That means he is going to offer himself completely in the service of the motherland without considering any personal agenda. And these five persons are known as Panchpayagas, the five dear ones of Guru Gobind. And this way, Guru Gobind Singh actually started this, this group, who are known actually the Khalsa. Sikh is another term, the actual term is actually Khalsa. Khalsa means the pure ones, who is prepared to offer himself for the sake of protecting the body. Sikh, the word Sikh means student. One who is ready, ready to learn. That means a disciple. Guru and Sikh disciples. So, similarly this king, a general, wanted soldiers to sacrifice themselves in this way. So those who are coming, so with this recruits, the general is raising the army to fight with the enemy. So ultimately who will win? The king will win or the enemy will win? That means the general who has all the support of the king will easily defeat the enemy. So you know, how did you like the story? Or you can say that ultimately the general raised the army and defeated the general, defeated the, uh, the enemy and reinstated the king in the kingdom. So in this story, who is the king? The king is Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Who is the general? General is Prabhupada. Who is the enemy? The enemy is Kali. Kali is the ruler of this age. Kali is allowed, the king allows Kali to come and Chaitanya Mahaprabhu allows Kali to come because he sees the age. So he allows him to kind of rule over for the time being. So Kali is the enemy. And 
general is raising the army, who are the recruits? What is the army of the general called? The army of the, the army of the general is called ISKCON. And who are the recruits? The devotees of ISKCON. And how is they? How are they recruited? The recruitment is initiation. You are officially recruited. That means you are officially willing to accept the training. Are you prepared to accept the training of Srila Prabhupada? So that's why you are becoming initiated. And when you get trained up by Srila Prabhupada in his army, what are you learning? You are learning the method of defeating Kali. You know how Kali spreads his influence? Kali spreads his influence through meditating, intoxication, illicit sex and gambling. So how Prabhupada is preparing his soldiers? No meditating, no intoxication, no illicit sex and no gambling. And when you follow these four principles, then Kali becomes completely weak in front of you. That's your weapon. Kali is trying to... When you do that, Kali can't even touch you. And in this way, you can see in one hand how Kali has spread his influence. Do you see how Kali has spread his influence? Wherever you go, what do you see? The billboards, what are they announcing? Meat eating, promote meat eating, promote intoxication, promote prostitution, promote gambling. Isn't that what these billboards or newspapers and magazines, movies, all these are actually promoting? But our weapon in Prabhupada's army is to fight against those influence of Kali by abstaining from this force sinful activity. Therefore, those who are going to become proper soldiers uh, in Mahaprabhu's army, Srila Prabhupada's army, what they have to do? They have to abstain from these four sinful activities. And when it happens, then automatically the four pillars, when you abstain from these activities, then the four pillars of dharma begins to grow. So this is how Srila <coughs> Prabhupada is actually making arrangement to defeat Karma. And in course of time it will happen. But the winning the battle depends upon the way how the how the soldiers are fighting. If the soldiers don't fight, then the, will the enemy be defeated? So the soldiers have Fine. Soldiers have to be properly trained. Soldiers have to be fearless and fight. Of course, we must remember this fight is not a violent fight. Kali may try to use violence, but what is the most wonderful way of counteracting violence? Huh? Very good, Harinam, that's good. But what is even deeper consideration? What is the best way to counteract violence? Counteract violence with love. 
That is how Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is making this arrangement. Okay? <clears throat> you want to attack me? Fine. How do we express our love? As you say. To express your love, what do you say? I love you. <laughs> so how do you express? And the Sanskrit way or the spiritual way of expressing that love is Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Now how effective this method is? In order to understand how effective this method is, we have to go back to one past times of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Chatkazi banned the chanting of the holy names. And not only that, he said that if anybody breaks this rule, I'll punish him in the most severe way. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu heard this. He said, okay, let's see. How powerful Chant Kazi is, this Kazi is. He wants to stop the chanting of the holy name. We'll go there. <coughs> not with weapons, not with any other thing. We'll simply chant the holy name. And millions of people gather. And Chaitanya Mahaprabhu went with those devotees chanting and see how powerful love can be. Chantkarji became so afraid that he ran inside his house and he was hiding himself. <laughs> Mahaprabhu called him. Why are you hiding? Okay, I came to your house as your guest and what kind of host you are? I came as a guest and you ran away from your... Uh, what to speak of receiving me? You are just hiding behind your closed door. Then Chatkarji came out and Mahaprabhu had a wonderful discussion with him. And as a result of that, what happened? Chatkarji was transformed. And not only he was transformed, his entire family was transformed generations after generations, for generations. Chatkarji's family is still there in Mahaprabhu, the descendants of Chatkarji. And they are vegetarian. They are followers of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So this is how powerful the Sankirtan movement of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is. So are you all ready to be recruited? How many of you already been recruited? Please raise your hand. <coughs> how many of you are really ready to fight against Kali in Mahaprabhu's army? Very good. Thank you very much. Please remember uh, that this is Prabhupada's army. Now, if you want to strengthen the army, then what do we have to do? We have to come under the general and obey his command. So everyone in Iskon must obey Srila Prabhupada's command. We must fight against Kali under Prabhupada's direction. We must remember that we have come here uh, we have joined ISKCON with one purpose and that is to defeat the influence of Kali. 
दिन कृष्ण से ज्यादा ज्यादा ही धर्म से ग्लानी भारत अभ्युत्थानम अधर्म फुल कॉन्फिडेंस 
that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is the Supreme Personality of God. Can anybody defeat the Supreme Personality of Godhead? Now if there is a war between the Supreme Personality of Godhead and someone else, whose side will you take? The naturally everybody wants to join the winning side. Does anybody want to join the loser? <laughs> no. So with so Mahaprabhu's army will win. Prabhupada's army will win. Iskon will win. Therefore, join Iskon, stay in Iskon, and never ever leave Iskon. Alright? Thank you very much. So, as I was saying, that this chanting, this initiation is the process of surrender, but at the same time there is also a consideration of receiving the Mahamantra. Now, you are receiving the Mahamantra. Who is the Mahamantra? Mahamantra is Krishna himself. So Krishna manifested himself in the form of Mahamantra. But what prevents the chanting from becoming Krishna? Chanting the mantra from becoming Krishna. Huh? Any first initiation candidate knows the answer? What prevents? Yes, the offenses. You are chanting Hare Krishna Mahamantra, but if there are offenses, then what will happen? The mantra will not become Krishna. The chanting will not become Krishna. Therefore, it is important that you avoid the ten. How many offenses are there? <laughs> <laughs> so, you guard yourselves against the ten offenses. So, do all of you know the ten offenses? So, by the way, today, ten devotees are getting first initiation and eight devotees are getting second initiation. So, the first initiation candidates, everybody know the ten offenses? Is there anyone who doesn't know? Don't feel shy. I'm not going to ask you. <laughs> okay. So, so, so ten offenses. So, what is the first offense? <laughs> the first offense is to blaspheme the devotees who have dedicated their lives to propagating the holy name of the Lord. By the way, this is Amit. Amit is from Philadelphia. Just stand up and identify To consider the names of the demigods such as Lord Shiva and Lord Brahma to be equal to or independent of the names of Lord Vishnu. So this is Saurabh, Saurabh, Saurabh is from London.
Hare Krishna, they third offenses to disobey, disobey the orders of the spiritual master. So this is Steve. Steve is from Tobacco. Fourth offense is to blaspheme the Vedic literature or the literature in uh, uh, pursuance of the Vedic knowledge. This is Ajay. Ajay is from Central New Jersey. Let me identify Kirti and then I'll pass the mic. <laughs> Kirti is Ajay's wife. She is also from, naturally, from Central Asia. <laughs> the next, uh, yeah. Fifth offense is to consider the glories of Hare Krishna to be imagination. Rishma is from Montreal. She is the wife of Madam Mohan, who is also here. Okay, what's the sixth offense, Rishma? I'm sorry for my English because my first language is Dutch, but. Um, I'm trying my best. The sixth offense is to misinterpret the name of uh, Lord Krishna. Oh. In, in a wrong interpretation of the name of the Lord. Sorry. Rashi. Rashi is from Manhattan. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what's the seventh offense? Uh, to think that by chanting the Hare Krishna Maha Mantra, uh, all sinful reactions can be counteracted. And if someone uh, keeps doing sinful activities while chanting uh, the Hare Krishna Maha Mantra, that is the greatest offense in the holy feet of the Hari Nam. In short, while chanting the Hare Krishna Mahamantra. Um, I just said it in my own words. So. <laughs> <laughs> Ahala is also from Central New Jersey. Identify yourself. Hari! What's the eighth offense? St. George flag, England. Okay, so she got it. 
<laughs> Skipped one. This is eight, six, or seven, nine, with a permission. Huh? Then, uh, who is? Yeah, okay. Eight offense. Can I? Bengali Maharaj. Number eight, right, Maharaj? Ashtamapurat, Hare Krishna Mahamant, Uchchankari, Ke, Bok, Bok, Anyway, everybody New Jersey. So, uh, the moment I will say the 10th offense. Uh, the 10th offense is to not have complete faith in the glories of uh, chanting and also to, uh, you know, having material attachment while chanting, uh, even though after listening to so many instructions, it's also an offense to chant inattentively and a devotee who would like to be a Vaishnava must guard against these ten offenses in order to achieve the highest success that is Krishna Prema. I thought that I would say the last part. <laughs> anyway, thank you. <laughs> Hare Krishna. <laughs> so, okay, and now uh, what we'll do is we'll sit there and chant Brahma Samhita and do the proceedings of the initiation. So, I will move over there. If this asana can be removed from here, then probably we can make some space here, right? Because we have to clear out the front area of the surrounding area of the Jagavedi and uh, so that the initiation candidates can sit there. So, <clears throat> okay, I'll move out so that there will be some space for you all to move in here. Thank you, Hare Krishna.